Hello and welcome to the Bikes and Bulldust podcast. I'm Todd Reed. Alongside me, Jed Guthrie, and we are coming to you from the Sydney Indoor MX Dome. What a striking facility! Drove in the driveway, and you just see this big, gigantic white dome, Jed. That's it. Just a, a big blow-up balloon, but it is world class. It is. What a you know credit to these guys and the facility. So the Sydney MX dome is located about 40 kilometers from the sydney cbd two hour road trip from newcastle for us this morning jed it's located in the eastern creek sydney motorsport park complex it's right next to the go-kart track you actually go up the same driveway to get in here um if you do know that sydney area it's close to the m7 and m4 motorways so super easy to get to if you're outside the area it's literally straight off the motorway you know no problem to get here once you do get here, it's simple and easy to sign on, get your pass, and get riding. How did you find the sign-on process, Jed, and, and actually it is, you know, yeah. getting here? Yeah, so we booked online, obviously. Um, you, you book online, you turn up, scan your QR code, get your wristband, and um, and then you're right to ride in your, in your timed session. So it's 18 minutes, uh, sorry, $18 per 15-minute session, plus that initial $6 fee for your wristband, which you keep and then you bring back every time you come back That's here. it. So you get an electronic wristband that you get um, scanned uh, when you when you turn up to the track, when you go into the airlocker, and then before you go, go onto the track. So you keep that for every session um, going forward into the future. Uh, it's $18 per session, as, as you mentioned. If you book online, just one off. But you can buy bulk packages on, on their website. So you can buy... For one hundred and fifty dollars, I think it might have been fifteen sessions or something. So at a cheaper rate. Yep. Um, if you if you if you buy in bulk and you're going to come here all the time. Yeah, for sure. So it's open eight a.m. to ten p.m. week weekends and one p.m. to ten p.m. weekdays. Now the session times are online on the site. So you know, for example, we booked the one forty-five session. When you do book that session, guys, you've got to be aware. Get here about I would say at least half an hour early. Because you go into the airlock, which is like the lead-in to the dome, 10 minutes before your ride's due. So if you're at the 145 session like we were, you better be there at 1.30, 1.35. Otherwise, you're missing your ride. As you experienced. As I experienced this morning because we had a little bit of a running late issue that you can blame me for. But anyhow, anyway, we That's got it. here. You want to be here 10 to 15 minutes early, geared up, ready to go, helmet, goggles, gloves. You're rolling into that airlocker air station. Absolutely. Now, the track inside... It's a big facility, but it's not massive. Uh, I never rode indoor supercross back in the day, but I would imagine it's of similar size, maybe a bit bigger than an indoor supercross layout. It's a tight stadium motocross styled layout. Um, twisty turns, throw it in second gear and away you go. How did you find the track? It is, yeah, exactly like you said. There's no fourth, fifth gear tapped um, straightaways or anything. I was second gear on my 250F around the track. Um, you know, and that's that's doing all the all the jumps and everything. Um, and but it takes it takes it out of you. You stop, start, big. There's bowl turns, flat turns. Uh, you can you know you're going fast around the around the corners if you want to rail the bowl turns or go to the inside. Whatever you want to do. But uh, I wish I put my Garmin on, flick my watch on to do some lap times. Uh, to uh, so I can't exactly comment on the on how long a lap is, uh, roughly. But it, it takes it out of you. I was looking for that checkered flag before the. Before the 15 minutes was up, I was ready for the checkered flag and came out sweating. So you definitely found the track challenging enough, even though it's still somewhat basic. Like it caters for, you know, the little guys right through to the big bikes. 
so it caters for a large audience. Did you f- still find it challenging it enough? It does, yeah, and, and totally agree. They've posted all this on their social media that it's for all levels of riding from 50cc to 450cc, whatever you want. You can bring your 500cc um, dirt bike here, but... It, I don't know it, if it, I'd it, do that. But. No, 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 probably not. <laughs> but it caters for all levels, all sizes, everything. Yeah. You can you can, you can can roll the jumps, you can pull off to the side and have a rest for a couple of minutes and then come back on. Obviously, you're timed and you're locked into the dome for only that 15 minutes, so don't think you can come on in the next session. Uh, but you, you, you can pull over, you can have a slow lap, recoup yourself and go again there. There is room on the track to do that. Yeah, I like the track too. I, I had fun. It took me, the first session I wasn't, real good to be honest it took me a minute to get in that going slow second gear mode of a tight track like i haven't ridden anything like that for quite a long time so it was a bit of a i guess you could say shock to the system like i've been riding outdoor motocross which is just totally Mm. different so um yeah i I liked it i thought it was challenging enough and a bit of fun um it's not a substitute for a motocross track i wouldn't say it's it's just a different facility it's one of those places if you're in this greater sydney area you throw your bike on the truck or in your trailer, go to work, work your work day, and come here on the way home for a quick ride. That's it. Um, is it that caliber where it's going to have some national event? Oh, look, in my opinion, probably not. Um, but I don't think it's designed to either. We, we spoke to Scott Fisher, and that's coming up in a minute, and he indicates it's not really that type of facility. So I guess depending on what you guys have got in mind, don't go thinking this is some big outdoor motocross substitute because it's not. It's a no. stadium cross facility. It's a bit of fun. Go out and enjoy your session, and yeah, fifteen minutes may sound like short, but like you said, yeah, I was, I was, I was stuffed. Yeah, I was, I was looking was, for was the flag for at the end, so but I was cooked. Yeah, and I don't think you know they're not going to hold a national motocross here, but they will hold um, some kind of racing as we go into in in, in the interview, and um, a development, you know, for junior riders and everything. Yeah, and a lot That's, of fun events, which yeah. I think is going to be really cool to see. So stay tuned for the interview. It's coming up now. I've had a good time, Jed. So did you? Unreal. Awesome, guys. Take it easy and listen to Scott Fisher coming up next. If you have a question or something you would like to talk about, send us an email or message us on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, Scott Fisher, General Manager, Sydney Indoor MX Dome. Um, What's what's your background in the motorcycling industry Um, and do you ride yourself, family members... No, I'm not actually a rider. Uh, I was introduced to the industry probably five years ago and I started supporting a few riders and some teams and then we formed our own team, which is KSF Racing. Yep. Um, and throughout the last five years, met so many cool people. And from there, got the opportunity here from my business background, mix it into the, the dome and what they were doing here and I got offered the position as general manager. How did the idea of a ride facility come about and... Where does the idea of a dome come from? It's crazy. Um, the Bartolo family who come up with the idea, uh, it's on our website, but the, tr- the true story is one of their kids, after four weeks of rain, was blowing up because there was nowhere to ride. Yep. And they said, why don't you know, we build something undercover? Yeah. And from there, they started looking at options, old warehouses, big bunning stores, but they all had columns in the middle. So Matt, the, the founder of the place, Started doing some research, saw there were some domes over some European football clubs in Russia, etc. Made the inquiries, uh, and from there we built the biggest, one of the biggest domes running around, which is now no staunchions in the middle, nothing holding up, purely air filled, and created an indoor MX dome. That's the story. That's really cool. It's a massive project, both in physical size and financial commitment. From pulling the trigger on the idea 
there's council and government applications and all that sort of stuff. And then building the facility, obviously that's a really big job as well. How long did it take from go to woe? It's been five years in conception to reality. Right. Uh, the first two years was a lot of planning, uh, engineers, seeing if it would work, then finding the land, putting a DA into council. Council and government have been super, super supportive, especially where we are inside the Sydney Motorsport Precinct. It's a perfect fit, so the council and the government really assisted pushing that through. From there, the build's taken about 18 months. There's so much work that's gone into this site under the ground that nobody could see. And then because it's the first of its kind in the Southern Hemisphere, and especially Australia, the amount of detail we have with engineers, and I guess some will call it overkill, the size of our pier holes, the steel in the Rio, uh, how it has to be tied down, it's three times greater than anywhere else that uh, the manufacturers experienced in the world. And that's because there hasn't been one built here. So there's extra time pressures and cost pressures around that. But the end result is what you're seeing. You guys are here today. Yeah, and if you followed it on uh, social media and everything, he's posted all that on Instagram and everything, the, the, from the um, digging the piers, the concreting, to the, the structure, everything, it was just incredible. Yeah, well, we made a decision pretty early that we wanted the people to feel the journey with us, um, to see all the stages that we went through. Uh, and if you go back in February, we had some massive, massive rains down here, uh, one in a hundred year storms, and it really put us behind. Um, but we just wanted to take everyone on the journey of what we were going through day by day to get to this point and hopefully create an MX family inside here that you felt a part of it for the last 12 months. That's, that's exactly how it's felt, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I know it's been difficult for a lot of people. It's like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. But we can only do what we do, and that's the other reason we wanted to share the jersey, uh, the journey. Even though people were saying, why is it taking so long? There was so many other people were saying, thanks, you know, like, yeah. to sharing because now we understand why it took so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah, I was certainly guilty of getting sucked into the hype, that's for sure. Like, yeah. you get like, wow, you know, this looks really cool and I can't wait to go and have a ride. And, yeah. you know, the island was the same. You know, we live up near the island. Yeah. Um, and How it cool was the that same. Place? That place off oh, its head. What it's, a great facility, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's and incredible. it was the same. Like, you just get sucked into like, oh, you know, I can't wait for a new spot to ride. And so, yeah, uh, yeah, huge props to you guys because it's yeah. a massive project, so. Yeah. It's been really, really cool and, you know, to open yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not, we're not a normal ride park. Um, our booking system and then you've got COVID, booking system, an indoor facility, car park, airlock. We didn't have a model to go off. So we did all the planning and I guess we planned for the worst, um, but it never happened and yesterday really was so smooth, like we couldn't believe what we'd done with... You know, no model to go on. So we we're pretty pumped about yesterday. Yeah, it was perfect today. So, yeah, so obviously, as you said, yesterday was the grand opening. It's now open seven days a week until 10 p.m. Um, general operations to track um, crew and everyone involved. You've got a merchandise store, a canteen. Um, how many people does it take to run a facility like this? Depending on, and we're going through those numbers now, um, depending on how busy we are with riders will dictate how many staff that we have on. At the moment... And we all know MX community, we're not all planning two, three weeks out when we're going to go to ride. So to introduce a booking system, and we're probably lucky that in some respects that a lot of the tracks have had to go to booking for COVID. So people are familiar. Um, but we probably, you know, we're probably, even after yesterday and today, we're probably experiencing 40% of people coming or booking in the, in, within an hour and then showing up. Turning up. Yeah. Being in the Sydney metro area... You know, even over two days and talking to people, they come home from work, 
they've gone, hey, I can make a booking now. I can beat the track in an hour. I'm going for a half an hour moto. Um, and that's really where the uptake is. I mean, you boys are here today. We hit six o'clock. Um, and from this morning when we checked and planned our staff, um, till six o'clock, we've had, again, a 40% uptake from 2 p.m. Now people riding from six till 9.30. Wow. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I'm sure it'll settle down. Um, but you answer your question on the staff, it's, we've got to be super, super flexible because we want to make sure safety on the track. Um, sure, you know, we can get around the merchandise and the cafe, but ticketing, how the airlock works and safety on the track, all number dependent. That's it, yeah, and there's plenty of flaggers. There's even a, a lollipop man out here guide, guiding us in yeah. to, to, to come into the facility. So that's what we're thinking. Plenty of flaggies out there for safety and everything. Um, Guys, check out your yeah. wristband on the way yeah, in. Yeah, there's, there's a lot yeah. of people involved, you know. So. It, yeah, yeah. It, there is a lot of people. And I guess um, we've taken the approach that it's, we're like an entertainment business to some aspect. It's not your normal ride park where you park down there. The whole facility is built for people's enjoyment. And if we don't have the people in place or your experience is bad coming to the checkout, getting your ticket or your wristband, you might walk into the dome in a negative state of mind. Sure. What we've tried to do is give you a positive state of mind and positive experience before you get to the dome, and then you've got the wow factor when you first walk in there. So trying to keep those balances there, that's what we've aimed to do. And it ran smoothly for us today when we we turned up. No issues at all. Yeah. Um, so and obviously, obviously, you need a lot of equipment to to run the the track. How does when do you do maintenance on the track? Um, watering, things like that. Interesting about the water. Um, since the dome went down flat before we blew it up, I mean, it's, we're talking eight weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't had to put water into the soil. So what you rode today is still from eight weeks ago, and the moisture is still coming up. And you can give me your opinion on the track shortly, but. Um, we found it's been pretty tacky, but what we have done is obviously we had uh, Tom Moss from Elite Tracks build the track, and again, you can talk about some of the features there better from you that rode it than me, um, but we try to make it pretty unique and safe for everyone. Maintenance on the track will be between the hours of 10.30 at night till 1pm the next day. Um, I'm not saying that whole period of time, but mm, we've got yeah. um, between Tom coming down doing major track rebuilds and that. We've got Jai Lucas from JSL Excavations who'll come in. Uh, he'll come in three, maybe three, four nights a week. And then we have our own people, our own posse, will tidy up. But uh, Jai and Tommy will do most of the big work that has to be required uh, after a busy day. Yeah, because we were wondering that and looking at maybe some sprinklers in the roof or something to yeah. turn, the f- turn the fire sprinklers on or something. We're thinking, how do, we, how do they water this? Yeah, no, we got... It's, it's, but it was perfect. The track was today was perfect. It was... Yeah, it yeah, wasn't dusty or... Didn't even know, pull a tear off. No, no. I don't even think I'll have to wash my gear. <laughs> no. um, well, that's good, eh? Yeah, and my bike too. We packed up just before and we were like, how good is this? I'll just put it back in the shed. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's it. Um, so underground, again, it's this work that you don't see underground right around the inside and you've seen that fence line. Yep. Um, we've got watering systems there that we can just pull out as required. We have to be careful with the amount of water on it. Bear in mind, already it's seven, eight weeks and we haven't lost any. If we overwater it, we're going to end up muddy track and we can't get rid of it. So we've really got to play with that. And I'm, I'm sure over you know, the next couple of months, we'll really get it nailed down. Um, and we, you know, I'd, I'd like a beautifully presented track every day, if possible. Being here, like having a ride and checking out the dome, it really opened my eyes up. Like it's a massive facility. The whole place in general, not just the dome, but yep. car park, you know, the whole just facility in general. 
to give the listeners an idea of the size of the joint, like how big is the floor space and the area of the dome? Like, Okay, so the area, the inside area of the dome is 10,000 square metres. Oh. It's really hard to, I guess, understand that in terms when you say it like that. Um, it's 105 metres long, which is longer than a footy field. It's 95 metres wide, which again is wider than a footy field. It's bigger in surface area than Marvel Stadium or Kudos Bank Arena. The difference is in those venues you have massive tiered seating, which gives the appearance that it's a massive, massive floor space area. Um, we're 27 metres high in the centre of the dome. Um, and our internal structure that we're sitting in now is uh, 10 metres high and 600 square metres. So the ground floor facility that hooks into the dome is 600 square metres. So, again, you know, we, it's, it's a big facility. Um, and then we've got viewing platforms coming, which will sit at eight metres above the track. Right. And they're going to sit That's, as you walk into the facility and go through that walk-in staging area, I guess you could call it. They'll be up above the track They'll be the up front. above the track. So as you were riding the track looking back, you probably saw that concrete up there. We can, we'll convert that into a viewing platform. Um, we're toying with the idea, you know, whether we have a, a cheap VIP membership um, to go up there, uh, whether it's free, what do we do about food, drinks, other people's safety, sure. how do we monitor it. Um, I know you probably can't see this, cameras just behind you there, which will have track, which have the track on it. Um, and we'll grab a couple of those and we'll do a live feed sure. into the, our big TVs down here. Um, what we really like people to do is uh, to sit inside the facility we've built Watch the TV of your mates riding. So you don't have to go out there in the noise. And it's indoors, so it's noisy. Um, and create that atmosphere in here where families or your girlfriend can come and sit, watch. Doesn't have to put up with, you know, what you guys love. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, um, can watch you there or, or the kids or, or whoever and create that environment inside here. And again, try and build an MX family um, with, it, with what the facility we have. Um, you know, and, and create some different types of vibes that you can't have at any other track. So 10,000 square metres, I guess, just to give the listeners some idea, a house block these days in the suburbs is probably 500 square metres odd. So yeah. you're talking 20 times the size... Of your house. ...of a house yeah. block. Yeah. Um, and if you've got a very, very large house block out in the regional area like we do, it's maybe not even a 1,000, so it's then 10 times the size of that. So we're talking a pretty big floor space. Yes, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, and the height, like I was sitting on the track uh, in the waiting bay there to go out and I was looking at the roof and I was going, I wonder how high this is. It's pretty high. Yeah, yeah 27 so, metres. Yeah. You know? Incredible. That's yeah, huge. Future plans for the place. So how long between track upgrades or any special events in the pipeline? Yeah, in, um, obviously depending on COVID with, um, with events. We've got our first event that we're working on now with uh, Extreme Bulls Australia. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, you picture it. So this venue can be used for a whole range of things. So the first event was, is Extreme Bulls, and you've been out on the dirt. So we can shape it, so call it like a coliseum. You're sitting above where the bulls and the bull ring would be and watch these guys who, you know, I don't know, it's the only sport in the world where even if you win, you get thrown off. Right? <laughs> it's madness. Yep. So we can create that out there. That'll be our first event. Um, and under current restrictions, we'll limit it. So it'd be like an intimate type yeah. of event. Uh, once that happens, we probably need to knock down in order to facilitate them a quarter of our track. We'll rebuild the track at that stage. So to give you an idea, that's, what, 10 weeks away? We'd rebuild that track. In the meantime, we've made decisions that if we find an area that's dangerous or something's just not right, we'll change a section. Um, 
being in that area and, and what we have, we have that ability to do it. So after every event that we hold, we want to do something different. So you want to come back and ride it. Um, and then other events, we'll have uh, arena cross for kids uh, as because there's a, you know, there, there's a hole in that market right now for kids to learn or step into supercross. Definitely. Yep. Um, so we want to create that environment for them. And then we've got pretty cool stuff happening like pit bike racing for tradies on a Friday night and good time. Flat track Harley. You probably saw the Harley display. Did see that, um, yes. Yeah, so doing that sort of stuff um, to keep, you know, it's not just the racing community. It's the general community who love bikes and dirt bikes, somewhere for them to go without feeling like they have to go to a racetrack. So that's, that's, that's our sure. angle. Yeah, just go out and have a ride. and Yeah, have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be great having those other events here. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had yeah, no cool. idea you guys were doing stuff like bull riding. And that. That's pretty cool, yeah, really. Yeah. So I, no, I, I can tell you the wildest one. We had an entertainment con- company contact me. Want to do a high-end fashion show. <laughs> Kids, you're not. On the dirt with a red carpet with freestyle riders doing backflips over them. Yeah, right. A picture of that. Like, that's wild, right? Yeah. All those different and things that sort of coming out, as well as concerts. Um concerts and and even down to excavation companies wanting to dig in the dirt or teach show a new product do a demo yeah Yeah. weatherproof so they can get their machines in here do a demo sell a couple of options are endless yeah Yeah. next door there's a pretty big parcel of land um which is also part of the sydney motorsport um road racing circuit and that um is there any plans to knock on government's door to put anything in there next door or a bit of outdoor riding area maybe um i think that sort of was uh, mooted by Motorcycle New South Wales a long period, a long time ago. Um, but it, you've got the motorsport park in there. It's got the dragway, uh, sp- or the speedway, dragway, V8s. It's got skid pans. It's, I think, I'm pretty sure that um, the one at Parramatta, the speedway's coming out yep. there. You've got the go-karts here. Um, when I have, we had the minister out here the other day, and I think they were telling me that with our, Sydney here at Eastern Creek is the only facility in the world that houses all these events now with the inclusion of us. So there's nowhere else in the world that has all these different motorsports in one precinct. So yeah, I doubt whether we'll get there because where you're talking about there is uh, Prospect Reservoir, okay. um, Sydney's town water. Sure. Yep. There is a parcel there, but I think that's going to the Speedway guys. Right. Yeah. And on you saying that as well, like we were... we. Um Booked in for our sessions are an hour apart, and we thought, oh yeah, you know, you could probably even duck ne- next door and have a little go kart race in, in between sessions. But the sessions went that fast. Yeah. Um, between your hour sessions, we're like, well, up we go again. Didn't even get to have an eat. So and, and so yeah, everything is in this one facility. Yeah, that was a good point. Like when we booked, we were like, oh, an hour between sessions is that going to be a bit long? You know, we're going to be hanging out doing nothing, but. It went really fast, and I was like only just ready to go by the time it came back around. So yeah, well, it's interesting you say that. I mean, and that's one of the questions that we got. You know, like I book it at six thirty. I got to wait till seven thirty for my next. Well, you finish at six fifteen. Right, we, you know, you're, you're forty five minutes away. You by the time you get out of your airlock, get down to your car, get your helmet off, sit down, have a drink. You know, talk to each other. Did you see me here? See me there? And how cool I was. Right, and then back at the airlock with yep. 10 minutes to go, your downtime's 20 minutes. Yeah, it's it is, not yeah. long at all. Um, and that's one of the keys, you know, that I'm glad you guys asked because it's one of the messages that we need to get out, exactly what you're feeling, until you experienced it and realised it wasn't that bad. Your mental ap- application at the time was it's an hour between. Yeah, um, well, sessions. that's something I instantly thought, and so did Jed, like we yes. said. And then once you plan that out in reality, 
you've got 15 minutes of riding, you've got 10 minutes early, you have to be down here, like you just said, for the airlock, which we've got a question coming up about that in a minute, we'll get into. Um, and then you talk a bit of bull dust for 15 or 20 minutes in the middle and get your breath back and, like you said, how good am I? Yeah, it's time and to go again. <laughs> and then you're going back up. Yeah, so that's it. It didn't take long at all. I didn't even have time to have a roll a roll and a drink, you know, something to eat and drink and then go back out again. I was like, oh, I need another 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And I so. guess the other thing about the 15 minutes, if I can while we're on that, yeah, is a lot of people think 15 minutes is too short a time. And yeah, you no. can answer that from a rider's point of view. It's a tighter track. You're indoors. The atmosphere is different. We've noticed so many people that don't even last the 15 minutes. Yep. Um, that if we put it to half an hour, it'd probably be chaotic. I was, yeah. I was happy with that. I was looking for the checkered flag. I was going to say, I'm going to put my hand up and say, like, yeah, I, I've got no business being out there for any longer than 15 minutes. <laughs> like, we've both got full-time jobs, normal people, you yeah. know, all that sort of stuff. I'm far from the fittest guy out there. I just like a social ride. And, at yeah, at sort of that 10, 15-minute mark, I'm like, is that flag up yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's time for a break, isn't it? Like, yeah, let's be enough. honest here. Like, we'd all love to sit here and say, oh, look at me, I can do a half-an-hour moto, but yeah. I can't. You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's those things. And, you know, people about, talk about, oh, you know, I go ride for a whole day. You've just done 15 minutes and you're looking for a break. Yeah. You, know, you can't ride the whole day. Yeah. And it's a demanding track. Like, yep, a layout that we have, small, tight, confined space, you don't have a big, long straight, catch your breath, cruise along in third or fourth gear. You don't go along a long sweep and turn and put your feet up and rest your arms. You are left, right. You know, jump, stop, jump, start. stop, start. It's a demanding track that requires you to focus yep. and be on the ball and on what you're doing. You're not going fast. You're going quite slow, as in actual kilometres an hour yeah, speed. Yeah. Um, but it's a demanding circuit mentally. Um, and I think from that perspective, like physically, I was not as tired as I would be, say, going somewhere like the island, which we yep. mentioned before. But I was a bit like mentally when we finished, I'm like, oh, right. Yep, I'm done here. Like. That's enough yeah, for me yeah. for now. Yeah, it's a whole different experience too, um, and you're not you, you don't get that time to stop and not work. Yeah, you know that even if it's 10, 15 seconds of rest, you really don't get that out there. No, so it's it's a completely different feel. And you can you can uh, every jump on the track is safe. You can stop. You can um, roll around for a lap if you like and catch your breath, and everyone can get past. It's the the, the safety is fine yeah. uh, for all levels of riding, but um yeah if you if you get into it. It, it knocks you around for sure. Yeah, yeah it's good. I mean, yeah. the aim was to build the track so everyone could ride it. I mean, 50s can roll it. Um, good guys can send it, you know. And that was the, the goal that we gave Tommy to build. Uh, and I think he delivered it pretty well. Yeah, I think he's achieved it. So. Yeah, it's, I don't, again, I don't think it's an overly difficult track. It's fun. Um, it's short. It's demanding. It's got everything you need, I think. So, yeah. 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 My last question. How does the dome stay up? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's It's... Pump full of air, so air <laughs> yeah. constantly goes in into the dome. We've got three motors. Um, today you probably may or you wouldn't have noticed, but we had one and a half motors running, if you like, so only half capacity because the outside wind was a little bit strong. So when there's an outside wind, it pushes against the dome. We have to sort of push back against that, which creates even um, a greater PSI inside the dome to keep it inflated the whole time. And then we have vents all around the place where any of the fumes um, with CO2 monitors, we open them up, drag those fumes, fumes out. out. Yeah, because looking at the structure of it, there's no there's no physical um, be steel beams or anything holding it up. and it's An air-inflated dome. Yeah. It is. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, thanks for your time, mate. We had a great day. Enjoyed it. We'll certainly be coming down again for another ride. All the best with the facility. Hope it's an overwhelming success. Anyone that wants to come out and have a ride, check you guys out. Have a look at the website. It's all online booking, like we yep. said earlier. Um, couldn't re recommend it highly enough. No Enjoy. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on, boys. Yeah, thank you for your time. Thanks, mate.